Um, well, I guess, I mean, in the inter- respect of time, you should, we should start the meeting. Okay. Um, Kurt, you ready? Yeah. All right. Okay. You are on. Oh, okay. So we'll call the meeting to order at 6.03. And um, this is a special, special session of the LCAC tonight to discuss the letter. Uh, there's Jordan. Awesome. Uh, Porter Recording Shetland. in progress. Yeah, Porter, you want to do your housekeeping stuff? Yeah, I just want to remind everybody this meeting is being recorded and broadcast on YouTube and um, the uh, cable channel 25 tonight. Um, and just please remember to mute yourself unless you're actually participating in the meeting to avoid background noises. Great, thanks. Uh, so we'll do a quick roll call. Um, I'll just call people as I see you all on my uh, on my screen. So we'll start with Dina. Here. Christina. Here. James. Here. Mary. Here. And Jordan. Here. And I'm Jerry, and I'm here. So we have a quorum, right? One, two, three, four, five, six. Yes. Oh, and here's Dan- Daniel's coming in too, so. Excellent. There he is, Daniel. Do, do we need him to officially announce himself as part of the roll call, or can we just recognize that he, he's here? I think we can just recognize that he's here, and I have written that down, and I'm sure Jordan has captured that too. Excellent. Welcome, Daniel. Thanks. Okay, so uh, as I said earlier, it's a special meeting to discuss the letter about our, our funding source. Letter is a um, so I first want to apologize for I, my intention was to incorporate my comments into the existing one and maybe my edits were a little heavier than that. Um, I just felt like in order for me to support it personally that, that I, I thought the tone should change. And so I, I sent out or sent a porter who sent to you all what probably equates to a different version of the letter, although I incorporated um, I mean, a lot of the text was from Marlo's original email and from uh, edits that uh, Joshua and, and the rest of you had had made. But I did, you know, adjust the tone to where it was something that I felt I could support. So we're in a weird position. We have two letters, and um, so I'm I'm open <laughs> to discussion on that. I mean, I don't mean to be you know hardlined about it or whatever, but um, I think we have enough now that that you all could vote for the other the original letter, um, and and I would not vote for it, and it would still pass. Um, but I will vote for the one that I submitted. So I don't know. 
I'll open it up for discussion. If we want to put up the letters, Porter has both of them ready. We can put them up and, and discuss them if you all would like. Um, I'll open it up to you all. Uh, this is James Alexander. I think both of the letters are pretty solid, although I think I'm in with your opinion, Jerry, that I, I like the second letter for the draft two, the shorter letter. I mean, it seems that they, the, the second letter accomplishes what the first letter intends as well, but just in less words. So that's the one I would put my vote for, but also in just hopes of pushing something forward, but. DLB Smith, I'm going to agree that I think the second one is the, the better one, and that's the one that I would I would like to vote. And this is Dina Amont. Um, I would agree uh, with both James and um, Daniel that I support, uh, I would support this, the second letter. This is Christina, and I agree that the second letter is probably more concise, but also keeps to the, the real, the meaning of what we're trying to accomplish. The one comment I had um, is the second letter. It looks like we have cut out any reference to actual amount, dollar amounts. Is that correct? And I'm just wondering if maybe having that number there of the, the money that was, you know, that we, we don't have access to might also have an impact. Just yeah. a thought. No, that's a good, it's a good, a good point, Christina. Um, I took, I took the number out because I, I don't know where it came from. I, I couldn't find, I don't know what that number is. It said $30,000 and I, that's not our budget. Um, and it's, I, I, I didn't, I couldn't find a source for the number. So one thing I did try to do when I edited is the things that I couldn't, you know, verify or, or whatever I, um, I, I tried to, you know, to, to eliminate those. It's not to say that they're, I mean, maybe that number is right. I just don't know what it was in reference to. Our budget is 45,000. And for 2020, we didn't get, I don't think we got any of it. 2021, we may still get some. I think the jury's out <laughs> on that. I don't know, Porter, am I, am I on track there? Happily, TGT revenues are looking up, um, but we're still behind. And so um, I still remain hopeful that we can um, implement at least a, a portion of the outdoor downtown sculpture exhibition. And I'm still waiting for more information about um, funding potentially for the community arts grants. I haven't given up hope. Part of the problem, as I've explained before, is that TGT monies come from the state. Um, and they're one quarter behind. Here's so, here. yeah. And so while we have good predictions and actually there's an explore Lawrence meeting this morning where things are looking very favorable, um, we obviously cannot spend money we don't have. That's, that's um, part of the challenge with the TGT. So it's still sort of a, a knife edge of whether or not we'll be able to do this for this year. And my understanding is that the um, thinking at this point is that the TGT fund budget will remain flat 
um, for next year, meaning all the different programs that are funded through that will have the same amount of funding as they were as they were budgeted this year. This Assuming is Mary, I will vote for whatever letter you finally decide to send. I think that taking three months to write a letter is a little excessive. And that's all I'm going to say. Um, I really like both letters. Uh, I think there's a lot of strength in both versions of it. Um, I like that the first draft um like goes into i like the tone of the first draft and um particular paragraphs uh where it's just emphasized one more time like just how important um the creative industries scene is in lawrence um but i will say uh how concise the second letter was um and the fact that what was it uh Paragraph three of the second letter um, had bullet points. Uh, it made it easier for me to read. Um, so I would probably I would probably vote for the second letter. All right, let's do it. Let's get it done. Somebody want to make a motion? I'll make a motion to send that letter in. Daniel Smith, I will second that motion. All in favor? Let's do a let's do a roll call, Jerry, just to make sure that this is captured on video. Okay, great. Dina, we'll start with you. Dina, am I? I Christina. Christina Walker, aye. James. James, aye. Mary. Mary Doveton, aye. Jordan. Jordan Martinez, aye. Daniel. Daniel B. Smith, aye. Jerry is aye. Okay. So the motion passes. Porter, help help us out. Um, uh, don't you love it when when you have to type something and then I'm going to ask you another question while you're still doing that? Um, sorry. So when we say deliver, how, what what's the mechanism? Do I have to do that um, as the chair, or how, how how do we how do we deliver letters? Given the virtual community let me let me check on that what the best way to do that is it may just be submitting by email um certainly getting it on the city commission agenda um for the august 31st budget hearing meeting so let me work on that now we have the the um finished letter so i can um work on forwarding that and then um my don't quote me on this at this point but my thinking is is that at some point during that meeting um you would have an opportunity for some public comment and to share just that you know this letter was delivered by the cultural arts commission um, for their awareness okay and then will you format it with a signature page for us and distribute for signature i forget how we do that too 
we've done, we, it has to go around for signature, right? Yeah, I think we did that with the, um, let me see. It might be easiest if you all are willing to send me a photograph of your signatures. Um, and then I can, you know, put those onto the letter instead of trying to give, I mean, it would be one thing if you were all here, obviously it'd be easy to get signatures, but for me to run this around for your signatures, um, let me, let me think that through a little bit, but I'll, and I'll send out an email to figure out the best way to do that. I don't have a direct answer at this point. Okay. Thanks. Does anybody, just off the top, I mean, we sign things that way nowadays all the time. Does anybody have an issue with that while we're sending, sending a signature? This is going to sound slightly paranoid, so <laughs> pardon me, but um, right. will the public have access to, like, I'm, I'm assuming the public would be able to see our signatures. Um, my question is, uh, from an identity fraud standpoint how how um likely is that somebody can photocopy our signatures and use it elsewhere like porter is there any mechanism for um making that impossible or no um i don't think it's it, i don't think there's a way to make it impossible <laughs> um let me okay. let me find out whether or not signet you know handwritten signatures are really required. If we can just list the board members, you guys have voted on this. It's a formal vote. Yeah. It may not be. I mean, it's a nice gesture, but under the circumstances, we may not need to have your individual signatures. Let me just check on that. Thank um, you. Obviously, obviously, this serves as a record um, that you all voted and agreed on this letter. So, uh, I think we may just go that way instead of going down the path of trying to get individual signatures. Great. All right. Any anyone else have anything before we adjourn? I have two things. Thanks, Mary. Mary, I'd like to remind everybody that on October the second, there will be a candidate forum at the Arts Center. I think it's at ten o'clock in the morning, ten to twelve, that will focus on arts and culture in the city, and will we will be hosting the um, city commission candidates. So I would hope you could put that on your calendars and plan to attend that and bring your questions. Um, and then I have a question for Porter. Porter, if, if we have whatever budget we have that is coming out of the TGT monies, who determines where that money goes? Is that your decision or is that this committee's decision? So if we say our budget was, what was it, Jerry, 45,000 and X amount was to go to downtown sculpture and X amount was to go to the arts and whatever, whatever. And instead of getting 45,000, we get 30,000. Who determines the, um, the parceling out of that money? Um, that's a good question. So to give you some insight, for instance, um, Explore Lawrence obviously has the most TGT um, amount in their budget. What they've been doing is developing a proposal based on their personnel costs, all their other related costs, and 
writing up a proposal that is reduced from what they would typically get paid quarterly. Um, Downtown Lawrence Inc. has done the same thing. So in other words, the, the bigger folks are adjusting to the TGT funding. Basically, it's just been, um, you know, last year was a complete scramble. So it was really nobody was spending um, any money. And Michael uh, agreed early on to um, cut their funding in half um, for Explore Warren. So just to give you that insight. And then other programs in that funding have also been halted. Um, so to answer your question directly, basically it's been me determining where we are in our programs and that type of thing. And then just working with finance to say, how much money can I spend, um, for these different programs? So. If we were given $30,000 you would be the one who would determine where that 30,000 would be. Would go. No, 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 that's right. That wouldn't be how I'd interpret it. I'd interpret it as you are budgeted um, for all these programs, the community arts grants program, the outdoor downtown sculpture exhibition right. program. And, you know, part of it is my staff time and availability for these different programs, trying to stay on track to implement the programs. Um, and then I've been working closely with finance to stay abreast of what TGT funding is available along with others. Um, and there's other, you know, we have access to funds for the um, banner program through TGT. We've spent very, very little of that money only frankly to have our banner guy come out and take banners down um, that are ripped. So, you know, in other places, I'm also not spending that money because we don't have it. Um, so, the money is budgeted. I'm not determining. I'm just determining which programs we can implement based on where we are in our um, program efforts. Right, right, right. I'm, I'm not. I'm not talking about your entire program. I'm talking about the the money that has been set aside for that that has come out of this commission's use in past years, where we've been given a number and said that you know twenty. 5,000 was downtown sculpture and 20,000 was arts grants and 3,000 was Phoenix and whatever. I'm, I'm saying who, if, if we get any of that money, where do those priorities get made? Like I said, basically on how we've been implementing our programs. So for instance, we have this grant for the uh, Kansas Creative Arts Industries Commission. I knew that we would be able to dovetail monies from that with the um, outdoor downtown sculpture exhibition. So I checked with finance since we, since you all directed me to apply for that grant, I went back to finance saying, how much can I anticipate for outdoor downtown sculpture exhibition? Um, I was not given a direct number because nobody knows for sure, but I was told that um, based on what we were seeing, it appeared that we could probably spend about half of that um, anticipated budget or somewhere in the vicinity of ten dollars to $15,000. So I'm working toward that end. Still not fully determined. Sorry, I'm, I'm not giving you a direct answer because it, you know, to be very honest, we're, we've been trudging through this the best way we can. Um, with the, the very challenging circumstances related to the TGT fund.
So what we have, we have the outdoor downtown sculpture exhibition, the community arts grants for $25,000. And this is all set up, you know, with the budget request that you guys did at this point, two years ago, it's the stayed the same. Um, the, um, Phoenix awards, which is $3,000. Um, and what am I missing? One, there's a thousand dollars in, uh, oh, miss. Yeah. That helped pay for the, um, some of the costs related to the opening we just did. Um, I'm helping with the senior resource center with a little money for that, um, musical group. Um, for the, for the percent for the art piece that went there. Right. And then the percent for art funds are different. Does that help? Sorry, I wish I could be crisper, but it is kind of been a guessing game. I know it's 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 murky. I guess I I guess I'm wondering since we we haven't done community arts grants for two years now. Um, if we are going to continue in that direction, I mean, what what I see happening is funding going to outdoor sculpture and no money coming to community arts grants. And I'm wondering if there's a year that we would reverse that or if that's kind of um, the track that we're on. I don't know. Am I the only one that's no, no, Mary, I, I think your, your questions are valid. I mean, one answer to that question is, is if we get the grant that we just applied for, we essentially get backfill for the two years that we've, I mean, I don't know if backfill is the right word for it. Correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong, but I mean, we essentially get funding for that, but I, I understand your question perfectly. We chose this year, we, you know, um, it made sense this year to do the outdoor sculpture thing because we picked up extra money from, from the other grant for, for that. And so um, you're exactly right. We haven't been able to do the community arts grants and it's a fair question to say, are we gonna make that whole um, in the future? I think it's a fair question. Hopefully, you know, I don't know. I think it's maybe a bit of a long shot on that other grant that we get, but if we did, we would be able to backfill that those immediately and in my mind um you know understanding that porter works with finance to make the best decisions for the limited funds that are in the tgt once those are back up to whatever threshold it is we would be able to restore all of our programs completely i, I would hope anyway i don't know about if, i don't know if we'd be able to backfill <laughs> Uh, I mean, I suppose if there was some rush in the in the the TGT, or we could we you know we could ask for it if if we come out of this situation really um, you know in in a good spot, and we and we say in our next budget cycle we say hey, you know we we sat tight for two years and you know folks held their breath or whatever. Can we you know now that things are back to normal? Can you know can we do something? Uh, you know, to sort of make up for that, for, for those, um, those arts, uh, you know, artists and so forth who, who missed out on that opportunity for two years. Um, well, see, but I don't think we that's, that's exactly what, what I'm, what I was trying to, to get my arms around is, is who makes the decisions 
on how that money gets spent. It's, it sounds to me, I'm not in the room, but it sounds, it sounds to me like, like, it's, like it's Porter working with finance to try to get as many programs funded as he can in a very challenging right. budget. Oh, I agree. I agree. It's, it's, it's awful trying to get anything funded right now. I just didn't know if we had any say as to the priorities for any small amounts that might come thundering through. I, I think part, Porter's been, I, I, I think he's been pretty uh, direct with us when he, you know, last year, basically it was, look, nothing. And this year it was, hey, here's a way, you know, we're, we're getting this grant um, and that the, the, the way that we wrote that, it, it basically opened the door for the outbound, the, for the ODSE. And, you know, so we're, we're picking up a little bit of that this year. And hopefully when we come out, we'll, you know, be able to pick up the whole thing. Um, and let me, I think that's a great conversation. I appreciate you guys talking that through. Mary, your timing is actually good in the sense that I believe that the most recent report from the state about TGT has come out. And so it's time for me to go back to finance and I need to go back and crunch numbers and see where we are as far as what um, programmatically we are budgeted for and we're trying to do. As I said, I haven't given up on the community arts grants. I know how valuable those could be to the community. Um, so I need to check on that, see where we stand at this point and get the next update and see if, you know, we have either the whole amount of $25,000 that we can do for the community arts grants or some portion thereof. And then frankly, part the second challenge I face is staff wise, these things are all getting um, uh, bottlenecked to some degree at the end of the year. And of course, I've got many other things going on simultaneously. So figuring out how to implement those grants um, effectively is, is another challenge. But basically on those grants, you know, we as long as we have time to put out a call to artists and get grant applications and then have you all review those applications at a cultural arts commission meeting is it, conceivably we can pay those grants before the end of the year. They aren't, you know, they aren't required to necessarily deliver their program this year. They could potentially do it next year. I believe, let me double check that, but I think that's accurate. Sort of like what we've done with the Phoenix awards. We can pay an artist this year to develop a Phoenix award and then have them produce it for the following year um for the actual ceremony so let me go back and check on this it's a very good question and i need to do that thank you porter you're welcome any other comments before we adjourn all right you already had a motion and a second right on adjournment or maybe not no i don't think we did Um, Quick question, uh, Porter, do you want me to type up these minutes and send them to you? If you don't mind, yeah, and you don't have to get, you can be fairly brief. It's mostly focused on the letter. We don't have to talk about this whole budget discussion in the sense that um, you could just say we discussed budget because um, okay. it wasn't on the agenda. So it wasn't something that was um, put out there. Not to try to hide it or anything, be, <laughs> be clear. Well, We'll be going on my notebook this time. <laughs> you know what? You're so good. I trust whatever you do. Okay. Uh, all right. Well, I move that we adjourn. Second. All in favor? Aye.
You folks, thank you. Appreciate your being here tonight. Thanks, everybody.